Pray with me, please. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. And you, Lord, you're my rock. You, Lord, you're my redeemer. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Let us all say amen, 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 and amen. Now, would you agree with me that we live in an uncertain world? We live in an uncertain world. And the world is uncertain because guess what? We as human beings are uncertain. We don't know what we want. And when we don't know what we want, sometimes chaos ensues. For example, the same nation that said that all men are created equal enslave people of color. The same nation that put men on the moon, that same nation has people in poverty, people who are hungry. The same nation that elected Barack Obama elected Donald Trump. Saints, we live in an uncertain world. The world is uncertain, as I said before, because what we as humans are uncertain. Think about, we just had Black Friday, the institutions that we have known about in the world of retail. For example, when I was a little tight coming up, working in college, I worked at the mall, and at the mall there were anchor stores. Those anchor stores were Sears and Roebuck. That's how my daddy used to say it, Sears and Roebuck, J.C. Penney's. I worked at Belk's. Now, look at the mall. It's not even there anymore. And the anchor stores, well, J.C. Penney's everywhere I know is just about closed. Sears and Roebuck, just about closed. We live in an un certain world. But God, God is a certainty in this uncertain world. And the certainty of God can be expressed on this Christ the Lord Sunday in one word. That word is love. That word is love. Paul in Romans 5.8 says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. John 4.19 reminds us that we love because God loved us first. And we all know what John 3.16 says. For God so what? Loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, Jesus the Christ, so that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. The love of God is expressed through the love that Jesus Christ gives to all of us. And Jesus showed his love in so many ways. In John 
15.23, he says this, no greater love than one has for this, that someone lays his life down for his friends. Jesus demonstrated his love as he made the blind man see. Jesus demonstrated his love as he healed the sick. Jesus demonstrated his love as he brought a dead man back to life. Jesus demonstrated his love as he ate with sinners. Now, one of the things we've been talking about and we're going to talk about come January in our church is the need for us to be disciples. And as we saw yesterday in our Sunday school lesson that we do on Saturdays on Zoom with other churches, is that for order for us to be evangelists, we have to convert, we have to go around, we have to mingle with sinners. Discipleship. God wants us to love as well. Now the verses that we're exploring today, the verses that we heard Noel and his companion DeMonte tell us today from Romans chapter 8, verse 38 through 39 that you can find in your bulletins as well. These verses are Paul bringing to certainty the whole deal about loving. Because Paul is talking to the Romans and Paul is talking to the Romans who are uncertain about who Jesus is and also about the love of God. So in these verses, Paul is giving us an account about the love of God. And this is an account not only for the Romans, but it's an account for us as well. Look at verse 38. He starts by saying, I am convinced. Now, Paul has a following. Paul has a reputation. Paul has trust. And Paul is using that trust right here and right now to tell you that I am convinced. Think of it almost like a spokesperson for some sort of item or something that someone's selling. I'm convinced that you need this. Look at my experience. I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. And then he explains, okay, nothing can separate us from God's love. Well, let me tell you what can't do it. Death can't do it. Absence of the body is to be what? With the Lord. No life. Even though in this life we will do so many things that will warrant separation from God's love, it doesn't happen. Neither angels, no demons, or our fears. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. And how many times our fears will at least put us away 
from God. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm not good enough to go in that church today. I'm not good enough to, 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 to pray. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. And, 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 and we won't go towards God's love, but God is there for us despite our fears. No, our worries about tomorrow. Because you know, folks, we will, we will worry about tomorrow, today, all the time, don't we? Oh, yeah, we worry. But not even those worries will separate us from God's love. Not even the powers of hell. Now, that means not even the powers of hell. It means not even the powers of the devil. And the devil will do everything possible to separate us from God's love. Start commotion in the church. Get animosity between members. Get folks hating the pastor. Get folks hating the presiding elder. Even get folks hating folks who are running for bishop like Dr. Cooper. But that cannot separate us from God's love. And then he continues in verse 39, because what Paul is doing, I love Paul. Paul is like an attorney. Paul is explaining this case. I wish judge was here because I want to convince judge of the case. But I know she's watching. No powers in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed. Ain't nothing in creation can separate us from the love of God. That reminds me of the old Motown song. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Paul is saying. Nothing. 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 Nothing, nothing can separate us from God's love that's revealed in Christ Jesus. Now, I said the day is Christ the King's Day. It's a day on the liturgical calendar in which we celebrate the traits of Jesus Christ. And the trait of Jesus Christ that we want to celebrate today is Christ's love for us. He did not have to come down from the cross just to do what? Save himself. But he decided to stay there. And why he decided to stay there is because of love. Nothing can separate us from God's love. And that love is given to us through Christ Jesus. And this is an opportune time to remember that because now we're in almost in the Advent season when we are anticipating not the birth of Christ. We're anticipating Christ coming again. We celebrate that. We understand that. But we as Christians are celebrating the fact that Christ is coming again. And when Christ comes again, the fulfillment of his love will be with us. God loves us. But the question for all of us today is, have you accepted God's love? Because 
God is there. He's the same today, yesterday, and forever. But the question is, have we accepted God's love? Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing. Better than 30 straight wins by the University of Georgia. Did you say better than a Chick-fil-A sandwich? <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever done. So my question once again to you is, have you accepted God's love? Because you get a lot of benefits because God just loves you. You don't have to do anything. But if you accept God's love, there is even more benefits. For God so loved the world that he gave us what? His only begotten son that whoever believes in him will have everlasting life. But in order to have that, you have to believe in God. And to believe in God is that you're accepting God's love. So if you have not accepted God's love, or if you're not sure, or you just want to re-up that God's love, pray with me now. Father, we come. We come as we are seeing Christmas decorations. We come as we sing carols. We come as all of the trappings of this season are starting to begin. But many of us are coming with uncertainty, uncertainty about our love for you. So God, I come this morning as a sinner. I come this morning surrendering myself to you and accepting your love. Lord, I know that this is a process, that I will accept your love and then I'll backslide. I will accept your love and I'll backslide. But I know that, that more and more and more and more as I'm in your love, I will be in your love. So, Lord, come in my life. Change me. Mold me. Make me into the Christian and the man and the woman and the boy and the girl and the husband and the father and all the things that are there that you want me to be. And it's in Jesus' name I pray, let us all say, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me, guess what? You are now saved. But as I say each and every Sunday here, that your salvation is only as good as where you decide to place your salvation, where you decide to practice your salvation. And here at Greater Bethel is a place where you're invited to practice your salvation. We are trying to build up disciples for the Lord to be out there in the world creating other disciples that align with the Great Commission. And we want to do it in so many different ways, not only just here in the sanctuary, but available online and other places as well. So if you're watching us online, 
or you're listening to this sermon later as a podcast or something like that, let me tell you how you can get in touch with me. You can just uh, send me a text, as someone did on Thanksgiving Day. And you can just send me a text using my telephone number, or you can call me, 608-358-1309. I think it's on the screen right now. 608-358-1309. Just call me or text me, and let's talk about your faith. And now for our benediction which is a covering of God's grace until we meet again. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither our fears today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the everlasting love of the Holy Spirit be with you, rule with you, guide you, henceforth now and forevermore. Let us all say Amen. 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 Take care of yourself. Have a fantastic week. Twenty twenty three has been quite a year. War, natural disasters, disease, and death have been three hundred and sixty five day companions. However, through it all, God is good, God is great, and God has been wonderful to us. Psalm 65 is a hymn of praise to God who has redeemed his people and sustained their life on earth. Verse 11 says that God crowned the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. As we come to the end of the year, I'm asking you to consider honoring God by making a special year-end financial gift to Greater Bethel. Your gift will enable us to spread the love of Jesus as we feed the hungry, provide shelter to the homeless, and the word of the Lord to people everywhere. Make your contribution with Cash App by using dollar sign Bethel 140 or with Giveify by entering Greater Bethel Athens or email your contribution to Post Office Box 49773, Athens, Georgia 30604. Thank you and blessings.